0: This episode of Homeschooling in Real Life is brought to you by K12.com and our good friends over at Caroline's Coffee. This is Homeschooling in Real Life.
1: Welcome to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Join your host, as they dive into difficult topics that you might not find covered at your local homeschooling convention. Veteran
0: homeschooling parents Andy and Kendra Fletcher use humor, honesty,
1: and grace to discuss just what it looks like to homeschool in real life.
0: Hey, this is Fletch,
1: and this is the disappointed Kendra.
0: Disappointed? Are I'm you teasing. kidding
1: me? You asked me initially if I was disappointed, and I was like, I don't know how to answer that. Yeah,
0: that was how we were going to start the show. <laughs> so now we've chosen to start it this way. Yeah, it's better. That's way better. Are you disappointed?
1: We this was a disappointing beginning.
0: <laughs> this, you know what? Our listeners are probably disappointed with Pro- this. Yeah, turn it off. Welcome to <laughs> episode number one hundred and twenty, the disappointed parent. Oh where man. Fletch and Kendra talk about...
1: How all of our children have disappointed. No, kidding. No,
0: we're going to talk about how some parents just end up disillusioned. Yep. Disappointed with the way things turned out, whether in their homeschool yeah. or just in their family. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about that tonight. But before we get there, let's talk about some fun stuff. This is the fluff section no. that some readers or some listeners love. Yep. Other listeners hate. So some people are already hitting the fast forward button right That's now. That's okay. That's fine. You're move gonna miss on, some good stuff. Yeah, you're gonna miss that this is the very first day of fall. So Kendra, summer is now behind us.
1: Yeah, I wore a, a cardigan today, Fletch, um, yeah. because I was like, oh, it's a little bit chilly. And then I got in the car and it was 84 degrees. So I think I'm a Californian.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is bona fide Californian. I don't know if people who are not from California, it's one of those uh, times of the year where you start off. Um, wearing like a parka in not the morning. It's not par- a parka. It's cold it's in not- the morning. Oh
1: man, you, you are a wimpy California. Yeah, a it parka. It's cold
0: in the morning. And why is it even seeing like. like you know what is penguins. It, 68 degrees There's like it's like Mr. Popper's <laughs> penguins in our upstairs bedroom when I wake yes. up in the morning and
1: truthfully honestly I mean I know our listeners are going to just cringe but anything under 70 degrees is cold to me
0: yeah so it's yeah chilly but then by like lunchtime it's 100 degrees right true so it may not be park weather but it is 100 degrees at lunch yeah, I, at I lunch had a tank top
1: dying. on and then I put my little cardigan on to go to uh, go run errands it was and I <laughs> I was super embarrassed it was just me yeah. I mean I didn't have anybody be embarrassed with yeah. <laughs> just me in the car look self at the, embarrassment self embarrassment i look at the thing 84 degrees and i had a cardigan
0: on that's funny i know well um i'm surprised you're not wearing celebratory clothing why because we're finally able to announce after 18 years of being on the market that it looks <laughs>
1: 18 months
0: what i say years oh 18 it feels like 18 years uh, <laughs> so you know you know we are finally looking like we're going to escrow Yeah, But with everything Guess what people That's not where our hope is Yeah Because things slide in and out of escrow Yeah And deals fall through Mm -hmm. But we're very excited We have a uh, It's funny thing is The people that look at our house are Hold on to this people They're a homeschool family Yeah And Uh, he's a dentist Yeah So I couldn't say there's a better house for you because
1: well it there we do have a homeschooling room and there are some really great things about this property for homeschoolers but i'm not sure you really could pr- actually practice dentistry in this house
0: no but it's just weird yeah that's weird it'd be even weirder if his wife's name was kendra that would be really weird hmm. so uh yeah that's big news around here that's that's something big oh is another kind of big bad news what? I've been diagnosed with diabetes. Yes. So that, that is
1: bad. I, I'm surprised you're telling people because I don't like you've to had tell some people. health issues this year that you've been extremely quiet about.
0: Well, I mean, our listeners don't need to hear anything, but this is kind of a common... The red there's probably a lot of our listeners who are diabetics uh, yeah but type 2 diabetes so um, it tends sorry, to run man. in my family that's okay it's, we're gonna manage it it's um, pretty easy it's all i'm
1: actually really surprised to tell you the truth because we have been a gluten-free family for a long time probably five years
0: yeah and so and uh,
1: so you don't eat that many carbs and sugars so I don't, genetic yeah
0: genetic and yeah. i don't know and then this year uh it goes against the trend because between january and uh well, three quarters through the year, I've lost thirty pounds. I know, um, just from a lot of walking and just eating healthy and uh, stress and stress. Yes, stress because it feels like our house has been on the market for eighteen years
1: and a bunch of other, <laughs> a bunch of other things. I think we should do an episode on managing stress chaos. chaos. Managing
0: chaos. We just we were just learning about an exodus. Uh, as the Israelites are facing the Red Sea, mm. and coming behind them are the Israelites or the Egyptians, and God set up their camp so they'd see the Red Sea. Yeah, that Red Sea is a picture of chaos. Like, how do we get through this? How are we getting through what's in front of us? And look at what is just climbing on our butts, you know. Mm-hmm. And those Israelites put their foot out first and said, "God, we trust you." And then God opens the waters. So, um, you know, I, there's a lot of chaos this year. There's been a lot of chaos in front of us. And um, it's been interesting to see how God has slowly intervened sometimes or at times feel like he hasn't intervened at all. Mm-hmm. And we've just been drowning. <laughs>
1: yeah, one of those years where you wonder where God has been. Um, but there's some, there's some really good things in that. And I'll be writing about a little bit of my personal journey through that um, coming up here I wanted to get some space and some time away from it before I really <laughs> put it all down and wrote it for people who actually liked to read what I write. Yeah. Um, but th- it's you know we're not alone, Fletch. There are people struggling. Oh yeah, and so, all the time with feeling like like I just
0: said, this is this is big news for me, diabetes. But yeah. There's other people that have they've been living with type one for their whole lives, or right. or they they have so many more issues. So I'm just sharing a thing from our life. Yep. And uh, yeah, so. Anything else? Yeah, we have kids home. Uh, boy, <laughs> uh, the the soon-to-be weds. I always want to call them newlyweds, but the soon-to-be the weds. The almost-weds, yeah. Yeah, they're, they get married in, in December. Um, they're home for the weekend, so that means what? That just means chaos among everybody else because yeah. the big brother's home. Right. And so we've had a little bit of uh, spiraling this week, with, uh, well, especially with Mighty Joe. Yeah,
1: I, I um, spent a lot of time on the patio of a pizza place with him last night. He had a great screaming meltdown in the middle of the pizza parlor. And um, so it was me and him on my lap, and then some homeless guy was kind of over.
0: (laughs) I noticed that when I showed up. Yeah, Yeah. so.
1: He was very interested in the whole scenario, but, you know, that's life with Mighty Joe. Yeah.
0: Well, we want to get into this show. Um, And before we get there, we just, again, want to thank our sponsors, uh, k12education.com. It's just, k12.com has been a great sponsor for the last. Uh, couple months here of our show and we hope you have gone over to take a look at them we hope you've used some of the links but why don't we get into this disappointed parent conversation are you ready i am let's go
1: k-12 believes every child is uniquely brilliant so to prepare them for college and success beyond high school they deserve an education designed for them Learn more at k12.com slash listen for more information about enrolling.
0: You know, a child's brilliance comes in many forms. Some are curious. We got one of those. Others are inventive. We've got one of those. And others are analytical. We even have one of those. You know, with eight kids, we have one of everything, probably. So here's the part I love. K12 is a full-time, tuition-free, online option to traditional public schools.
1: Taught by state-certified teachers, schools powered by K-12 provide an individualized education, enhancing your child's ability to succeed. K-12 programs teach to and embrace your child's unique brilliance. Students from K-12 powered schools go on to fine colleges and universities enhancing their ability to succeed.
0: Are you interested in becoming part of the community of families who have succeeded with a tuition-free online K-12 education? K-12 welcomes students for grades K-12. through 12. Visit k12.com slash listen or call 855-628-9529 for more information about enrolling. That's k12.com slash listen or call 855-628-9529. Hey, Ken, do you know what song that is? Yes. was from the Rolling Stones. That's camp. one of
1: my favorites to sing to our kids.
0: You know what? <laughs> when we were first married or dating, you were a nanny for a young little girl. Oh, yeah. And I remember uh, little Manya, <laughs> she's in the back of the car, and she's telling us that she wanted to go play in the balls at um, McDonald's yeah. in the ball pit. Yeah. <laughs> And I turned the song up really loud. I said, you can't always get what you want. I was singing. She's like, don't turn that song off. Turn that song off. <laughs> so we're talking about the disappointed parent. Now, this was up on the whiteboard for quite a while, and it was called the disillusioned parent. Yeah. So why don't you first start with, what are, what are we talking about?
1: Well, Fletch, you and I both know that we come into marriage with a dream or we come into parenting with a dream, or and we come into all of those things with some sort of an idea in our heads as to what this is going to look like. And this is the kind of mom I'm going to be. And this is the kind of dad I'm going to be. And this is this is what our life is going to look like. This is what it, you know, everything's how it's going to run and how it's going to roll. And pretty quickly, we all learn that our dreams are <laughs> dust oh, in the wind. Yeah. 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 Um, so this just this topic came up when we were thinking about parents who have a child that is not at all what they thought that child would be. And I'm not even talking about like uh, our mighty Joe, you know, like a special needs child or uh, tragedy um, or something, or, like, yeah, like, or that, something yeah. like that, or, um, or multiple miscarriages or adoption or any of those things where you, you know, your dream just has died an interesting and sad death. Um, I'm talking about, Maybe you had an idea in your head of what your relationship with a particular child was going to look like or um, even how that child was going to be. Oh, they're going to be just like me. They're going to love football. They're going to love this thing or we're going to do this together. And this child is none of those things you thought they would be. Yeah. Um, and But I think further than that, the real issue or the really tricky scenario is when you have a child that you don't like.
0: Just don't like We yeah. hear it. We mm-hmm. hear it. We do. And, you know, a lot of our listeners, you may not be there yet. You know, because a lot of our listeners have written, and it's, uh, it's shocking how many of you say, well, we don't have, we're not homeschooling yet. But we listen to you every week. <laughs>
1: yeah. Because
0: <laughs> you're prepping us for what's coming up. And thank you for telling us that. Because now I think of like these people, like, well, I don't even know if I want to start homeschooling. Well, we don't want to discourage you. Yeah. You know, with the real life stuff. We want you to like get a good grasp of it. But for those of you who may not have kids that you're disappointed in yet, um, you may have a spouse that you're disappointed in. Sure. I was just, you know, before we went on the air, I was thinking um, this is the uh, lovely young homeschool mom who, uh, we're going to talk about this someday, kind of went through the purity movement, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, we kept ourselves pure for marriage and we get there and then you find out that your husband has a porn addiction Oh yeah, and it's just, you're disappointed, you're disillusioned because this isn't what you pictured. You weren't thinking you were going to have to carry these bags around with your husband.
1: How much sex did you think we would be having? when we were engaged. Oh so once there's we got the married.
0: disillusioned, disappointed <laughs> husbands. Is that what <laughs> right? you're saying? Yeah. No, I'm
1: just saying I'm just throwing another one out well, again, there. I think in that's the purity culture common.
0: though, that's the thing we're gonna get to someday. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about this. But yeah. you know, it is that whole thing like I was raised this no 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 and no, now yes. So you know if, if you're not there to the homeschooling, if you don't have the the child that you're disappointed in,
1: yeah.
0: this is not an episode to turn off. Because I think we're gonna talk about in general some things that you can deal with in your disappointment. So sure. Why don't we jump into it? The first thing that you and I talked about ahead of time was, uh, recognize what it is. And what do I mean by that? Um, you need to at least recognize you're disappointed. Yeah.
1: Acknowledge it.
0: Be- Cause if you're, yeah, you do need to acknowledge it. That's exactly it because you need, I, I think what you need to be able to say is, you know, you can live in this fake world <laughs> that, you know, everything's, you know, you're pretending everything's perfect, Yeah, but um, you need to find that safe person. I don't know, husband, spouse. I know you've hit it a few times where you've been able to say something really hard mm-hmm. that you just can't say out loud that we can't say on the podcast because sometimes you're too real and it can hurt people. <laughs> the way to right. you know, like right. Walk up to a kid going, exactly. "I hate you," right? But I really don't like
1: you. But yeah, you, you're not there gonna sometimes say it, you but need you to be able it. to
0: at least recognize and acknowledge that, like, I really just don't like mm-hmm. you know what I've been. Given here the cards that have been dealt, right. I don't like this. Right, and so uh, I think to recognize it is one of the first things.
1: You know, Fletch, I live in the arts world. You know, of music and dance and all of those things I grew up doing, and I can't tell you how many times I've watched a documentary or talked to some male, in particular, seems to be who is artsy, creative, loves dance or music, and man, they disappointed a father in that. Sure. I mean, that that seems to be a common one. Um, yeah. And that's the kind of thing we're talking about. You know, you had this idea that you were going to sit down and watch football with that son and you guys were going to go fishing and, you know, guns and <laughs> whatever all these things that you love doing. And that son wants to sing in musicals and write poetry and... Um, and that's really hard for for a guy who has sort of a set idea of what it means to to have a father son relationship. Sure. So that's just in one want to example.
0: Twist. Uh, what do they always say? They they want to uh, turn wrenches on a car. Yeah. Right. And you know that was not my my dad really wasn't that way, but I I've never wanted to learn about cars. It yeah. Just was yeah. not a passion.
1: But boy, if he if it was for him, mm-hmm. you know, and that had been that's. That's a tough one to to let that die. And, or, you know, you need to get there where you can say, hey, this is not my son's thing and I'm going to love this kid in spite of
0: it. Yeah. Now we talked also about another reason you would recognize that you're disappointed. And one is, there's two sides of this. One is this kid is just like me.
1: (laughs) That's right. And so that,
0: that can cause you not to like that situation and get disappointed because what do, what does that kid do? He points out Ugh. every one of your flaws. Absolutely. She yeah. responds just like you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so knowing that your, your son or daughter is just like you can be oh, infuriating. Oh my gosh, and
1: it'll just grate against you because uh, you, yeah.
0: you know. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> and then the, the flip side of the coin is this kid is nothing like me. Yeah. Uh, and we've had, you know, eight kids We've had a little bit of all that. You know, I've had that with my sons. Like I have sons that are just nothing like me. Mm -hmm. And then I have sons that are exactly like me. I've had daughters, same way. Yeah. And same with you. You know, you know the same thing. You have those kids that are the introverted um, person that you are. Mm -hmm. And you say, "Mm, I understand that kid. Yeah. And I have the kids that are like... You know they come home from school. They're going to go do another social thing, and they're planning out their weekend. And it's like just packed. And you're going, you're un- coming unglued because this kid needs to find time to stay at home. Right. And I'm going, well, come on, bring on the party. This is yeah. what this kid does. So we've seen this now. Um Oh boy, and like we we've alluded to the ones that are like you in personality and sin patterns. Oh, that's painful.
1: It is painful, and you just
0: want to kind of like ah. Oh, don't yeah. act this way anymore. Yeah. Or
1: don't go the route I did. And yeah. then, you know, they And then do. they go the way you they did, do. and you yeah. get disappointed. Yeah.
0: So acknowledge, recognize it. Yeah. Um, that's a, a good first start. We'd like to, you know, this is a good time to plead out to our listeners that, hey, what about you? Do you, are you, do you line up with what we just said here? Or mm. have you taken the time to do that? We want to engage some conversation here. Now, embrace and accept it. Oh, that yeah. is... You know, I think at some point it's like I said, it's okay to say I'm disappointed. Yeah. Like th- this did not go the way I wanted it to go. Mm-hmm. All
1: right. I think sometimes that that happens uh, when you've got a child who's maybe on the autism spectrum, you know, something like that. That is... That is so tough, um, and I, I actually have a relationship with someone who has older children, and um, one, one got um, just caught up in drug usage in high school and has some crazy brain you know, ramifications mm-hmm. of that and, and is not at all what they thought. Um, he would be in his forties and then, um, the daughter is, is an adult also in, and just announced to them that she doesn't want to have children. And so there goes that dream of relationship with older kids, uh, grandchildren. You know, I think when we become parents, we sort of have these assumptions in the back of our mind of what it's going to be like down the road. Um, and when those, when things turn out to be different than what we had pictured, it, it's tough.
0: Yeah. You know, we really thought we were going to have these readers that would sit and read all yeah. the time. And you turn out like you've just basically created gamers Yeah, and they don't want to <laughs> read at all. They just want to play games and you go, right? oh man, these aren't, this isn't what I wanted. Yeah. You know,
1: that, I, that one in particular is me because I love to read and I, I do have a couple of kids who are like, meh, not so much. And I yeah. think, what, how do you not like to read?
0: Yeah. <laughs> and so those are little ways. Those are, are little things. Um, I'll tell you where this plays out Mm. is when your kids start becoming attracted to people that they want to see date. I don't know. You know, we haven't talked about all these different options, but that's not the one I thought you'd be attracted to.
1: Oh yeah. Hey guys. Um, if you are at the very bottom end of this all the way up until your kids are that age where they can start uh, contemplating marrying somebody, give it up. Yeah, (laughs) Let me just tell you as a big sister, give it up and learn to love that person they're bringing into your life. Um, I would say that for uh, one of our our sons, I'm surprised, but man, do I love this girl. Um, So, you know, embrace that. Embrace that one that comes along.
0: Yeah. Now, the other thing I think here is this idea, like you were saying, um, liking what you like and hating what you hate. So you know, what would life have been like if you had eight kids and not one of them like Broadway? <laughs> I mean, you got chunks of them that do. I do now, yeah. Um, or you know, like what if you were this dad that was a hunter camper, you know, and you really want to give this love to your kids and they just have zero interest?
1: Well, I'm sorry, you married that person. For no, no,
0: no. I'm not saying me, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> but that's true. Yeah, but um. <laughs> Uh, you know, any of those things where you're like, Oh, this is just that, you know what? Can you embrace it? Yeah. Can you embrace the fact that like, well, Hey, this dream, I'm going to let this dream die. Mm-hmm. Um, this, I think if you, if, can, if you go back to that, that couple relationship, the ones that don't have homeschool kids yeah, and they think like, Oh, we're going to be this sinless marriage. <laughs> um, the world's not going to touch us. And then you find out that it has, are you going to? just continue to be disappointed and sad Yeah, that you didn't get what you wanted? Or are you just going to finally say, hey, it is what it is. It's it's not perfect. Um, I, there's something to be said about hope shifting in here. Mm. Like, are you going to be able to give up the dream mm-hmm. that really wasn't God's plan?
1: I think, too, you're, you're, what you're saying is I had my hope in this dream, mm-hmm. and now this is maybe an acknowledgement of, wow, my hope was in something it should not have been in. Uh, my, I was not aligning my dream to what God's dream is for right. this family, which yeah. you know we'll get to in a little bit. But one of the things I wanted to say here at the very end of this section is, if you can learn to pivot. It might be a slow pivot for you. It might be, a, you know, you need a lot of grace in getting there. Or it can be a quick, like, I'm going to pivot and turn this around. If you can pivot and, and become that child's biggest fan in what it is they love to do that's different than what you love to do, you, you'll be surprised at how exciting and enjoyable it is to discover their gifts and the things that God has um, turned their
0: passions on toward. That's an awesome awesome recommendation don't I, you think uh, have you seen yeah, that i've seen it in our yeah. family so yeah. yeah you know one of the things kendra i like to do when i'm super disappointed is drink caroline's coffee oh gosh was that for a transition <laughs> did i make a right you're, turn you're getting sneakier fletch they are our sponsor for this episode and caroline's coffee i want to tell you again they make great coffee straight out of the California foothills, the gold country of California. People, gold was discovered here in 1849. Mm. And when you go to these little gold towns like Grass Valley, California, you can swing by Caroline's Coffee. Or if you can't make it there in person, which I recommend, go there virtually, carolinescoffee.com. If they go there, do we have anything for them?
1: Yes, we do. If you can use the code HIRL, you will get 10% off your order. And hey, you guys, Christmas is coming up. So let's get this thing done.
0: Yeah, and for those of you that have written in and said, which coffee bean does Fletch recommend? I have some that I recommend. Um, But Trace Fike and Holly Fike, they're the owners at Caroline's Coffee. They roast weekly. I mean, you're getting fresh, fresh, fresh coffee uh, sent directly to your door. And uh, we cannot thank Caroline's Coffee enough for their continual support of this show. And for you... All you need to do is drop by uh, and use that code. And that's a thank you to us for continuing to do the podcast. We would appreciate that if you would do it. All right. Are we ready to go back in to our topic? Let's do it. Okay. So it's episode 120, just to review. And it's uh, the disappointed parent. Hmm. And we're talking about when we're disappointed with our kids. Now, this was going to be a three-point show. It was all sewn up. We talked about it. We had our three points.
1: Yeah? Were you throwing and another one at me, no, Fletch? No, no, no. All and right. then I
0: did before the show, and you're like, oh, my goodness, that's fantastic. <laughs> and that's what Kendra sounds like. I don't, Go ahead and say that. Say, oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness, that's fantastic. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. what mm-hmm. she sounds like when we're talking before the show. <laughs> but um, I had said, hey, you know what? When you are uh, at this point, and again, disappointed, disillusioned, this kid is, I just, I just don't love him. Or this just didn't work out the way I thought it was going to work out or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. it is, it's making you disappointed or disillusioned. You know what people don't call the game at halftime.
1: Yes. This was such a good point, Fletch. So, you know, flesh this one out for us.
0: Yeah. So, um, let's just say you, let's just say it's the kid. I'll pick that one first. Mm-hmm. I just don't like this kid. Well, you know what? If you start living in that, if that becomes your reality, yeah. your truth, like, I don't like them. I don't like them. I don't like this. I, you know, obviously we have seeds of bitterness starting, but you know, what we've seen is that our kids at eight year old, um, they did goofy, stupid things that, that you remember, <laughs> you remember what people told us. Oh, you know, when they, when they mature, when they're nine, 10, they're going to turn they, the corner. They'll turn the corner. Yeah. And you know, nine or 10, I'm like, they're doing, you know, dumber things now. <laughs> they're adding to their stupidity. It's not like these aren't improving. We haven't like, <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is we weren't maturing. It's just the
1: 12 year old version yeah. of the 8 year old yeah. stupidity, so then right. Oh, wait,
0: wait till they're 15. Yeah, yeah, they'll turn just the, the corner. 15, at 15 year
1: old stupidity, yeah. yeah and <laughs> version. Wait, wait
0: till they turn the corner at 18. You know, and I always said there was no corner. No, it was a big, long, bending curve <laughs> that took forever to get yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Those things that drove us crazy in um, young kids, are, we love now. Yeah, yeah. So um, when you call the game at halftime and you say, oh, this is a lost cause, that idea, like this is a lost cause, right? Um, or this is a dead dream. Well, one is you never know if the kid coming up behind him is going to love that dream. Sure. What if they love reading with you and they're like, I want to drink tea and read with <laughs> you. And can we listen to classical music in the background? And you'd be like,
1: ah. thank you, Jesus. Yeah.
0: No. Instead of like, instead
1: of all your coffee drinkers that you trained in a sippy cup, and
0: Jimmy Buffett and Bob Marley, and they're like, "Mom, listen to this new song." Yeah, (laughs) true, that's true. I just got to them quicker. You did. (laughs) (laughs) I put coffee in their sippy cups. Um, No, but that idea of just like, let's not call the game. Um, Did I flesh that out enough for you? Was there more you want to talk about? Was there something like from your perspective of like?
1: Yeah. One of the things we have always said about, um, pretty much people, humanity, is that there's a front-sided strength that usually has a back-sided weakness. So for in- example, one of our sons had this front-sided or has this front-sided strength of being extremely tenacious, very much um, set his heels you know, into mm-hmm. something. Um, once something was decided in his mind, it was decided. Um, and we would say, that's a front-sided strength. There's some strength in that. But the back-sided weakness to that is, he's just going to step all over and anybody who gets in his way. Yeah. Right. And so we would say that to this son, Hey, this is a fabulous strength of yours. You're a, you're a leader in that way. You've got these qualities that You'll fight for the cause, will fight for the cause. You will stand up for the weak. Um, but the backside of weakness is that if anybody gets in your way, boy, you can't even be kind. Yeah. So watch that, you know, watch that in your life. Um, so, so
0: what you might be seeing as um, those weaknesses in the young years. Sure, sure. Are going to be the things, you know, the stepping all over brothers and sisters and friends <laughs> are going to be the things now where you go to bat for the person you love. That's right. And you stand up for the the cause you're behind.
1: And we have seen that in his life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So cool to see. Yeah. So I think yeah, that's perfect. That's right in the don't call the game at halftime mm. because you, you see these things at halftime. You go, oh, this is we're done you know, that concept. If you don't understand the concept of calling the game at halftime, that's (laughs) the idea that, like, our team will never approve in the second half. Right. And then you find out that, like, oh, man, that's when there's the huge comebacks. Yeah. Uh, That's why they're called comebacks. So, um, yeah. And then we have a fourth point here that we think is uh, apropos for the disappointed uh, parent. And that is, um, can you get on God's team? Hmm. And that sounds like Christian mumbo-jumbo, Kendra.
1: Like <laughs> yeah,
0: why did we name it that? Because that
1: we, because, <laughs> like exactly because this we idea, against. and we we've, we've say this in different episodes too. We just use the word cheerleader, and maybe there's a better term for it. But that was kind of what I was thinking, like, get on that team. Get on the team that God you know, created for your child. So he created your child to be this particular personality with these strengths and these passions, and they're not your thing at all. Make them your thing. Get on that team because God created that kid and that team. So get on it and become the head cheerleader.
0: Now, that's great for the cheerleading part, but there's a negative side that you should also get on God's team for. Um, that kid was created with that sin pattern. Sure. Okay. Sure. So yeah, we're not
1: talking about like, you know, yeah. oh, well, that's just the way he is. Yeah. Rah, so, rah, rah.
0: <laughs> But so again, if you play this one out, they are, uh, you know, they are... Uh, stubborn they are Mm. bossy they are um deceitful right they are whatever it is whatever it is in that pattern it just drives you ape can you get on god's team meaning can you stop being the holy spirit in this kid's life because i know you've said this (laughs) so many different ways yeah but I'm not your Holy Spirit. Right. I'm not even good. I'm not good at
1: this. I'm not good at it in my own life. Yeah. So why I would think that I could be <laughs> better than the Holy Spirit in your life.
0: Yeah. So when you see this kid and it's halftime and you're like, oh, this kid is driving me nuts. This one, you know, just, just want to bonk him on the head so they get some sense in them, Or this is, they don't love what I love. Can you get on God's team and say, God, um, I need, I need you to break my heart over the situation Mm. or temper me. But I also need to just 100% trust and rely upon you. Now, here's where this gets super squirrely listeners. When your kid bolts from the faith. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now you're super disappointed, right? I think if you're a believer and we have a lot of listeners that aren't believers, so Hey, you know what? This part's not going to pertain to you. Just, chill and listen to this for a few seconds and then (laughs) bear with us. And we'll get to some more commercials at the end. (laughs) Um, There's more stuff that people hate. (laughs) Um, No. So um, you, your child bolts and you're super disappointed. Can you just get on God's side and say, I'm not calling the game yet. Yes, that's it's, right. It's halftime, and, and not I've, even halftime.
1: Yeah, if you've got a kid in their yeah in their teens and twenties doing this, yeah, we You're a, not even a quarter of the way there. Think about it that way.
0: We I read this thing on social media today from a, a young, not a young, a woman at church whose dad was a pastor when she was growing up. And did you read that? I did. Yeah, yeah I'm and nodding. so she she bolted into atheism you know like oh that just crushed those and hardcore atheism because
1: she's a real intellectual thinker girl philosophy and atheism the whole thing so
0: you know um that's disappointing and you're super bummed out but can you get on god's side and say i need eternal eyes in this situation right um and maybe that bolting from the faith has really created a nasty relationship for your kids maybe they're just a total jerk mm-hmm. okay can you get on god's team and say i need your eyes and i need your patience i need to see your timeline um because my timeline is way shorter that i want this right. solved in right and uh can you say something like this can you get to the point to say you know what even if it's my death and my funeral that finally reaches my kid yeah and his soul or her soul could you say that because some people can't. Like right now, mm-hmm. just me posting that out there. Um, can that be what turns your kid? Could you be good with that? Um, I don't know. Those are those are good questions. But that's a, that's what I mean right by getting on God's side. That's you know, let's just get behind him.
1: You and I have had this discussion lately too, as we've talked about different kids um in families or in our own family, or, um, you and I were talking about, uh, a conversation I had with a woman whose daughter is, is an adult, you know, much, much older adult who has some mental illness. I mean, talk yeah. about the death of a dream. Um, and so we, I, we just had this conversation about can the desire for your kids to become Christians, can that become an idol in your life? Can that be something we hope shift to? Like, I'm hoping so badly that my kids love Jesus. That is such a good hope. Um, But it's not a substitute for Jesus. (laughs) It still isn't a substitute for Jesus because we don't do that work. And so in those moments, I think we have to say, what does Christ call me to do well, cheerleading doesn't always mean that you're going to be in 100% agreement with what that kid is doing, but it means you drop to your knees and you pray for them and you love them. You yeah. just love them where they are and pour it out all and, over. You know, it's so hard
0: though. I mean, the reality here in that I situation know. is I know. you tilled the field, you planted seeds, you watered faithfully, and for a lot of years you sacrificed to take care of all of this so when you say you don't do anything you don't you really you can't make the seed germinate yeah you can't make the plant grow but you go to all this level to do all those things and you're just waiting and waiting and the the plant's not coming out of the ground and you know what sucks is that other people's plants Oh, they're sprouting right and left. <laughs> Gigantic it's like, oak look trees. Look at those. Like they're not even doing anything in these yeah. these they're beautiful flowers in their garden and you know, huge fruit, and you're like, please, Lord, just give me anything out of the soil. Um
1: Fletch, do you believe though that those other families with the gorgeous, beautiful oak tree, do you think they caused that seed to no, change? See, not at
0: all. Yeah. But it's frustrating when you see it. Mm-hmm. Especially if you feel like they didn't put in as much effort as you did. Somehow we make this about us. Yeah. But I'm saying homeschoolers, here's, here's the yellow light, the warning, you know, we think, Oh, we put all this time into homeschooling. We, we kept our kids home. And, you know, I, I remember hearing the story the other day, someone shared like they'd raised their kid to adulthood and their kids not walking with the Lord. And they said, um, this took no effort. Like I didn't have to put any effort in to get a kid not walking with the Lord. Like yeah. I've put in 18 years of home education and, um, quiet prayer times and, and prayer and church. And, and I've raised a secular human humanist. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Like mm-hmm. I didn't have to do anything yeah. to get that. Could have done nothing and gotten yeah. the same so result. Yeah. Those, I think that's the, the far end of this disappointment. But, but again, just to wrap that, can you get on God's team and just trust him?
1: And let's go back again to the very first point and say, it's okay to acknowledge your disappointment. Yeah. We're not saying that. We're not saying, you know, come on, get over it. No, no, no. It's okay to say, dang, this was hard.
0: Yeah. Gosh, this, this is
1: not what I wanted to This see. is
0: where homeschooling IRL is, is good. It's just to tell you that these are okay things to say. I guarantee if you say it at some homeschooling conventions or stuff, people are going to walk away from you. Because they don't want to hear it. Yeah. Like, I'm just super disappointed with how this turned out.
1: Come sit by me because I'll say it with a swear word. It's hard. (laughs) It's really hard to watch um, some kid you watched grow up or some child you raised just say, "Mm, no, not for me.
0: Yeah. Or in the midst of it, just that little one that you go, I just have nothing in common with this kid. Right. I just don't love this. And, but I know... It's what we're called to do, and we're going to do it. So there's just a lot tied up here. I think we've provoked some thoughts and ideas in our listeners this week can with we leave, this topic.
1: Can we leave them with the gospel, Fletch? Sure. Always, always, always remember whose we are and what he did for us, because in those moments of despair or disappointment or frustration— A disillusionment, exhaustion. We have to say, okay, what's the truth here? And the truth is Christ died for me. He is the replacement for all I'll never be. Um, When God looks at me, that's what he sees. He sees Christ's perfection. And that child, those children— they're not mine and they're not my identity and they're not who I live for <laughs> or what I am. They're God's and I'm going to partner with him and I'm going to cheerlead them and I'm going to love them and point them to Jesus. But ultimately it's finished at the cross.
0: Sure. And on the hope shifting side of things, um, the best curriculum, the best, um, family <laughs> worship time, right. the Best, um, homeschool family integrated church, the best uh schedule living in the best state yeah living in america Mm -hmm. you know oh my goodness this is the land of of um homeschool freedom homeschool freedom you know we're not like those other countries you know that is just hope shifting for what you think is going to make you happy Mm -hmm. you know what's going to make you happy is being squarely in the center of god's will like and, and well it may not make you happy i'm sorry Um, (laughs) you'll you'll find your contentment there. And a
1: lot of peace. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it could be really hard, you know, to be... Sometimes the center of God's will is uh, Egypt, you know, and an exodus. So let's just remember that. But um, that's a good place to end. I hope you liked being... Like we ended on the gospel people. But this has probably brought up ideas, thoughts, um, confirmations, and things you want to talk about. Facebook, Twitter, all these places, we're going to make it easy on you. Head over to homeschoolingirl.com. You can link to every social media account from there. Uh, But more importantly, when you're there, you can subscribe to our website.
1: Subscribing to our website simply puts... Every new episode in your inbox. It's that easy. Nothing else. We don't spam. We don't send you stuff all the time. It's just that a, a convenient way for you to get an episode every week.
0: And super fun to do behind-the-scenes uh, footage that doesn't make it onto the shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, funny stuff, extra stuff, bonus content. So that's what you can do when you go there as well. But um, you can engage us any way you want this week. If, you, if we caused you to think through something... Or if you just need to vent about why you're disillusioned or disappointed, head to our website. There's contact forms, there's emails, there's social media. Let us know uh, what's going on there. I'm going to be bold. You know what? To do a great show, we need great babysitters. (laughs) And that means we need to pay people. And you know what? We've loved putting this show together. We're celebrating three years over at the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network this month. And when we're celebrating that, I cannot believe we've been doing this for three years, Kendra, that we still have things to talk about, and we still have a whiteboard, but we could use some support. So if you want to support us financially, patreon.com slash homeschooling IRL. It'll be in the show notes. It's over on our website. Man, do we have a whiteboard full of shows, Kendra.
1: We do, and we're not quite ready to disclose what next week's is, but we've got some good stuff coming up.
0: Yeah, we have a, a couple interviews that we're trying to accomplish Thanks for listening to this show, and we will talk to you next week.
1: You've been listening to the Homeschooling in Real Life podcast. Everything on this podcast was written and produced by Andy and Kendra Fletcher. For more information, or if you'd like to contact your hosts, please visit them on homeschoolingirl.com.